That's fine. I'm gonna slurp my uh, cappuccino into the mic. So you don't have a you don't have a cappuccino. I do too, too. and it's you in a mug. Not. You it's do not have a cappuccino. Says, I freaking love you, XOXO. <laughs> this is all a lie. This is not true. No, it's real. I bet you don't even own a mug, Tim. That's what I'm. That's how far I'm going to go with this. Oh, okay, I take it back. That's such a shitty thing to say to Tim that he doesn't even own a mug. How dare you accuse me of lying about my mug? I was imagining that Tim just owns, you know, like um, like the plastic bits on the top of thermos uh, thermos flasks. I imagine Tim just has a couple of those. You <laughs> yeah, know, I just drink. I drink out of like lids to you know bug killer and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, it's all. It all works. It all holds. You know, fluid. What's the big deal? Are you really drinking a cappuccino, Tim? Yeah, yeah, I am. It's caramel. You get. You did. You get it from somewhere? Did you? Is it from um, it was a cake up. To be honest, <laughs> That's, hey, I appreciate the honesty. You have a like a, a Keurig at home? Yes. Y'all remember those International Delights coffees that were like those little things that came in the metal like rectangular tins? Oh, that's and, ringing. Um, that's ringing a Yeah, bell. and like they came in different flavors, and there was like Irish cream and like French vanilla, and, and basically you would just like stir this powder into hot water, and it would pretend to be like a fancy coffee drink. No, did, did they come in? You say they came in tins. Did they come in like sachets in the tins, or was it just like no? A it was just it was like loose powder inside of this metal tin. Really, that sounds quite appealing. They were so fucking good. What was what was the best one that you remember having? Um, fuck, I think it was Irish cream. Yeah, mm. and there in the commercials were these. It was always like ladies, you know, because ladies clearly love this Irish is, cream. La- and ladies and ladies love fancy coffee. Ladies be drinking and their so java. It, yeah, so it was like ladies sitting around with like big mugs of java, like dishing the dirt, you know, and and like. Hmm, like a book club, do you think? Like before or after their book club, they were just treating themselves. No, to like a... they're like they're just like they're sitting out on a patio or something, oh. like, like what you would do if you were at a fancy cafe. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but it's for people who did not have access to such things. I used to, so I didn't have I didn't use the powder from a tin, but I used to get like sachets of powder when I was living at home with my parents for a while, um, because the nearest coffee place was too far away for me to walk to. So I just and I I was accustomed to my fancy coffees. No, please excuse my uh my my sad little southern brain here, but what's a sachet exactly? A sachet? I don't know what you would call it. Would you call it like a pouch, like something you tear open? Like okay, um, yeah, a pouch. I think is you'd call it a pouch. Like what tea oh. comes in? Like what? Like what? What a what a thing of tea comes in? Well, right? I mean, I it was like a one-time disposable thing. Is would that be like a tea thing? Who has just opened a bottle of champagne there? That would sound very very fancy. Someone popped a cork. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was me sucking uh, from a bottle of Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you should be. Is it like um, doing foley work when you do like um, like the sound effects and stuff? Yes. Yeah. Doing. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That was very. It sounded like it sounded just like a like a champagne cork popping off. I have I have chugged a full Mexican Coke in the time it took us to like press record on this podcast. I just drink it so fucking fast. Do you not have the burps? I do not have the burps. Oh. What? Well, yeah, well, okay. hey, look, maybe uh, don't burp it to your mic or slots will leave it in the dank show. Uh, all okay. Right. Okay. I feel like we've mm, we've hit a note. So, okay, so Tim, I listened to last week's episode. Well, last, the last yes. episode. Uh, and I heard the burp. And I thought, I laughed when I heard that burp, because I thought it was so beautifully timed right? that it was meant to be like the punchline to, you know, what you'd been saying previously. You laughed your ass off, as far as I understand. I didn't laugh my ass off, but when I heard it, I was like, huh, huh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I felt like I, it, Socks had lured me into um, being more open with him, and we were hanging out, <laughs> and I felt like that was more just for us, but he decided to leave it in the show. And I think I, I think he owes me an apology, uh, and, okay. the, and the people listening. Mm. Well, I want to. Can I hear? I want to hear about how angry you were when you when you heard that burp. And I, <laughs> I, I want to hear straight to Slox's DMs, uh-huh. <laughs> and I just let him know, hey, that I didn't care for that, and maybe talk to me next time before <laughs> you leave me burping and in, into the show. I said sorry at least three times. I think. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I could have handled a couple more sorries, but I let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I had work to do. Did what was your response to Sox's sorries? Like his trio of sorries? Uh, he was just trying to get me to shut up. He wanted me to leave him alone. What was your reply? Was your reply just like okay, thanks, or something like that? I said, Sox, did you really leave me burping into the the podcast? I think was the first thing I said. And then I said, 
I thought it was a joke, and I'll cut it out, and you were like, no, it's too late. I mean, it was three days later. When you said you'd cut it out, it had been out for, like, three days. Oh, dear. That would be too late, really, yeah. Yeah, I said, it probably doesn't matter, but let's try not, let's try not to burp into the mics anymore. I, I mean, okay, this is on us, because we've never gone around the room and just confirmed who is okay with their burps being broadcast to uh, the nation and who isn't. Yeah, it's systemic. Um, it's a s- systemic problem. It, it is. It's deep-rooted in, in the podcast, and we it's, it's good that we're addressing this now. So I would just like to say on the record, I am fine with my burps being broadcast, not fine with my farts. Fair. Which you do a lot. I do, well, not, not a huge amount, I would say, but it does happen. It happens. Um, so yeah, I, as far as I'm concerned, though, burps, absolutely fine. Tim, 100% no burps allowed? It's not even that. It's like, I, I'm sure there are people listening that do not want to hear that. And that one had a little ferocity behind it. It was just like, oh, that, <laughs> that's, that stepped over a lot, I felt like. It felt charged. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now the cat's out of the bag and people have heard your burps. Are you okay if your burps being heard again? No, they're going back in the bag. I'm taking the cat. I was saying, you weren't supposed to get out, and I'm putting it back in the bag. I don't know if it works like that. Orin. Mm-hmm? How would you feel about your bodily functions being broadcast to the nation? I have no shame. Go ahead. No shame? Okay, have, good. No, no, none whatsoever. I, uh, anything that, anything that comes out of my body is fair game. Uh, so, yeah, just, just, you know, pee, whatever. Uh, Tim, you you have like one of those fancy microphones with like a like a a mute button or something, don't you? It's on the other side of the mic, and I, it's a, it's a crapshoot if I hit it or not. All right, I would say in the future you should have your your finger poised on that mute button at all times. <laughs> well, I get cramps. That's the price you pay, you know. Oh, that was a bad. No. One. I can do it on no. command. It's nice. That was forced. That was. No, yeah. I know. I know it was. I can do it all. I can do it as much as I want. It's great. Do you think that now Socks has burped on the pod, Tim? Does that make you feel better? No. Or? Again, it's not about me. It's about the people listening. I, I don't know if that's enjoyable to hear. Yeah. I don't know if it makes me feel any better. Do you guys remember back when we would used to care about the podcast? And like one and one time we were all making like retching sounds and talking about barfing. And we had to put like a warning at the beginning of the episode yeah. to like... Remember those days? <laughs> yeah. I did we was it like a vocal warning at the start of the episode was, that we added? Yeah. Wow. And then some people seem to have just given up, so Yeah. I mean we can still get back to those days, you know? We can just, you know, hunker down. Well, I'd really, say maybe really a blanket care. a blanket statement saying, Hey look, <laughs> Socks edited the last half of this podcast and we'll just record it and just put it in to every mm. episode. Just to let them know, hey, once you hit that socks part of the show, anything could happen. So it'll be like the last hour of Raw, where anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to the war zone, baby. I am meticulous. I cut out a bunch of noises that everyone makes all the time. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Socks. I think leaving the burp was in was the right move. I Thank thought it was you. funny. You know what? It's fun. Let's just move so, on. It's sometimes, whatever. sometimes it's okay to break kayfabe a little, as as you understand it. You know. Yeah, but it was integral to my character that I never burp. <laughs> It's in the lore bible, yeah. <laughs> so, I listened to the podcast, I enjoyed the burp. I was concerned that there was literally zero wrestling content in the last podcast. That's not true. It's not true, In the but... questions section, there was definitely... <laughs> there was some in the questions section, but I feel like we, we kind of failed in our remit to, you know, our, our shareholders, the listeners... Uh, to you know, give them concise, um, astute kind of you know wrestling, wrestling takes on a on a, on a biweekly basis. There was some heavy weight going into it. Uh, like two days prior to me and Socks finding out, we had to go alone. Mm-hmm. He had a dream that we had to do a podcast <laughs> together, and he said that we just sat there for five minutes with like no talking. And I was like, well, we can't let this happen in real life, or let, that means like dreams can come true, and that, that's scary to me. Yeah, so you you were so you were so intimidated by the idea that dreams like are, are real. Yeah, and you had yeah. you had to like you know prove prove that dreams are not real. <laughs> it was a really big thing for me. <laughs> what was the longest stretch of time that you were recording the podcast where there just was no talking? Was it like you know like five we, seconds? Th- or? No, we were just barfing up words. Yeah, uh, okay, good. <laughs> it's it sounded good. It sounded seamless. Thank you, thank you so much for saying that. 
It sounded it sounded like you were two two men who were very conscious of of needing to keep talking. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> talking did not stop. And it was good. It was like being on it was like being on a joyride, you know? Yeah, like we were on a road trip and you were in the back seat. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for doing it, y'all. Yeah, no, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for, for filling in there. Uh Tom, what what were you doing? What was I doing at the time? Mm-hmm. I was just hanging out with a baby. <laughs> I was doing very little. I was uh, on hand to uh, be on baby duty, so there's not really much you can do as far as podcasting goes. I mean, the baby could have been part of the pod, but uh, she's... Yeah. that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, that's what you wanted? I don't know if you would want that. She... I don't know. She learned how to say Elmo recently. Would that be good pod Ooh, content? Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool, I guess. I don't, I don't think it would have worked out very well. I don't know if it would have worked out well. Something to consider for the future, though, you know, if, that, if I'm put in that situation again. Yeah. Nobody's going to ask me what I was doing. Uh, your computer broke. Yeah, yeah. Well, but that, but that doesn't answer the question of what I was doing. I guess, yeah. Go ahead. I just didn't know if you'd want to share what you were doing. I, I truly don't remember. I'm sure it was nothing good. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to be asked, really. Okay. Well, what would you have want to have done? What If I could have been doing anything yeah. at the time, what would I have wanted that thing to be? Uh, well, you see, I had ample lead in my pencil, but no one to write to. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, was there, would you add any emoji to that statement, uh, Oren? Uh, let me think. You know, I might do a little winky face Just a little winky face? Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, I might do one. Did you, do you ever use, are they called mechanical pencils? The pencils where you just kind of, like, pump out the lead? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all I used in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Pretty fancy. Pretty fancy. Did, were you the kid who was always going around asking people for lead? Like, do you have a, do you have any lead? Yeah, yeah, and everybody would have those little vials of lead, like we were <laughs> like we were like warlocks or something. Did you <laughs> did you guys use fountain pens at school? Is this revealing me as old or British or both? I can't tell which. We we were allowed to, but like, if I messed up rotting something, like you can't erase that. I mean, well, you can't. Wait, like, when you say a fountain pen, do you mean, like, the kind you dip in ink? No. So they, they were, they were very, they were similar to the mechanical pencils where, like, they came with, like, cartridges. Um, Fuck that, no. It was, Jesus. I know, okay, I all right, all right. You do have the big feather that you dip in ink and the feather keeps hitting your <laughs> nose and you're sneezing right. over and over in class. Can, it, can everyone calm down, please, just for one second? Now, the mechanical pencils that you refill with the lead, are we agreed that those are cool or not cool? Cool. Yeah, those are cool. cool. Okay. Yeah, they're cool. Pretty cool. But there was yeah. another kind of pencil that had like the tips were just like the pointed lead, and when that got bad, you pulled it out the bottom, and another one dropped down. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty sick, honestly. I can't picture that. Sounds amazing. All right. Well, okay. Back to my point. If mechanical pencils are cool because you get to refill them with um, uh, like new lead and stuff, and you have like little lead holsters and, and all that, mm-hmm. why are fountain pens with like extra cartridges of like you know ink that you kind of like store in its own storage space? Why are that? Why is that not cool? Uh, because I've never heard of it before, and. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's why. There's something down to earth about having to carry around, like, some extra lead. But when I you're disagree. carrying around, like, ink cartridges, you might as well be, like, working for Hewlett Packard or something. No, I disagree. No, I think that the carrying around the lead, that is more of, like, a kind of, like, a, a fancy kind of engineer type thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like a professional designer thing. Whereas if you're just a man with some ink cartridges, you're just trying to fucking get through the day, you know? I'm gonna. So I think it's just lack of familiarity that has you guys poo pooing the, the the fountain pen. So I four four. Anytime I've ever dealt with ink, it like it, it, any kind of cartridge or anything, it gets all over my hands anyway. Did that happen? Yes, that was part of it. But that's where you had like special ink erasers, you know, like Jesus ink Christ. This, this is there's so a lot high to maintenance. It. Okay, it's all right. Look, you know what? I, okay, for Christmas, <laughs> for Christmas, you know what? This is going to be. This no, well, yeah, it could be a good gift. It could be a very uh, good gift. Okay, sure. But I'm saying that for Christmas, for the three of you, Santa is going to be bringing you the most beautiful fountain pens cool. with cartridges. All right, and you're going to use them to write all wait. your letters. Shut up! This is going to be good. Are oh, you assholes? You guys are such assholes. <laughs> this is a good present, and you're going to be so. Pl- I'm going to look up fountain pens. We're right losing now. the two or three Zoomers that are listening to this fast. 
Are you going to make us write letters to each other with them too? Are I'm we not going to make you do like... anything, but I think you're just going to be so you're going to be so tickled by the quality of these fountain pens. Oh, look at these fountain pens; they're gorgeous. You're going to be so tickled by the quality of them that you're just going to start doing it, you know, without me forcing you at all. <laughs> Tom's been secretly wanting some pen pals, and this is like the first step. What? Okay, okay. What about this? What about this? There were also pens where it wasn't cartridges. But like you dipped like the nib of the pen into um like uh like a pot of ink, and then you kind of like used a little like divide like a little lever to kind of like you know suck ink back up into it. How does that sound? Unreal, unreal. Did you use these in school? Yeah, we had to use them in school. They were bad. They would get really messy. <laughs> they were not really functional. But we had to use them, and that was that was uh, that was just that was my life growing up, you know, as Oliver Twist. Are you guys really not on board with the fountain pens? Yeah, I'm I'm good on the fountain pens. Yeah, I don't need one. I'm good. I have a big pack of just regular, you know, ink pens. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, they do the job, I guess. I guess that's fine. <sighs> so what else is going on? I can go to the thing that we have. What's the thing that we have? The game. The game? You want to do the yeah. game now? I can do the game now. Yeah, are you down for the game? I'm down to game. I'm down for a game. Oh my goodness. I got it. Hello. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like yes. I didn't like it the first time I heard it, but this time it made me laugh a little bit. So I, I always liked it. Socks, is that just that's just like a like a an audio file that you found, right? That's not something you, you yeah, created yourself. I just grabbed it off YouTube. It's fine. Nice. Don't worry about <laughs> that's it. That's good. I like it more now, I think. Now cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but that's a horror legend jigsaw. That is. Don't say his name out loud, you'll summon him. He he predates Joker from the Suicide Squad, as far as I understand it. They're very similar characters. There was something alluring about the old man that played Jigsaw. Did y'all ever feel that way? <laughs> I wonder what he looked like when he was young. Should I Google, like, young, young Jigsaw? Yeah. Yes, please. Is his name Tobe something? Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell. Yeah, that's his name. Are you searching Tobin Bell young? Yes. I'm going to search Tobin Bell hot. <laughs> we, we can compare results. <laughs> Tobin Bell has has never been young. Nope. There are no young pictures of him. Holy shit. Man. Nope. He no. really hasn't been, has he? He was conceived at full at full age. A total adult uh, conception. This there are no photographs of this man where he is not extremely old. This is really fucked up. If I can give you a a live report from Tobin Bell Hot, uh, I can confirm <laughs> that there are also no young pictures of him. There are no young pictures of him, but there are some hot pictures of him. Oh, so so, he, uh, so people do agree, maybe that there's something there. Oh yeah, Orange, do you, have you seen the one with him of him with dreadlocks? Yes. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing like the twins from the Matrix. <laughs> it's maybe not dreadlocks. It's just like longish, curly brown hair, which looks a bit like oh, dreadlocks. Okay. From... Mm. Yeah, it's not a great look. He's never been young at all, has he? This is messed up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, he's from Queens, Tom. Just <gasps> like you. Just like me. I wonder where in Queens he's from. Tom, don't fall for it. This is the game. This is the game. Oh, this is how it begins. He coaches Little League Baseball and Flag Football. Okay, Tom, that's how you get to meet him. You have a kid. I do have a kid. <laughs> she loves Flag Football. Oh my goodness, how exciting. Our game comes from Nick. Yay! Nick says, here's a fun game for the pod. While Tom and Oren were away, Lacey Evans and Medusa had a truly incredible exchange on Twitter. Tom and Oren should provide a reading of this sensational material. Socks picks a winner because this is a game and not making people do a skit. Producer Tim can, of course, choose the accompaniment. Okay, well, I feel a little left out here. Um, well, there, there is one, there's a small part here called narrator. Do you want to take that? No, I'm good. I'll just sit here and just listen. <laughs> You'll imagine the music you want to make. I'll just think about Tobin Bell. <laughs> uh, do, you both, do you both have your scripts in front of you? I'm good to go. Yes, I am. I'm just doing some vocal exercises. <laughs> good God. Ready. I'm ready. Well, who's who's playing who? Okay, well, I'm Lacey. Of course, yeah, obviously. And Tom really does have like some Medusa energy. I do have some, yeah, because she is she's snake-like, I would say, in some ways. And you're really into monster drugs. 
I'm into monster trucks. And also, I think she's quite <laughs> tall. So I think that works out well. How tall, tall is she, I wonder? I hear she's six foot seven. No, Whoa. she's not. She wishes. She That's wishes. Huge. I bet she's at least six foot. Five foot ten. That's still not bad. That's still not bad. She was born in Milan, Italy. Oh my goodness. Whoa. Are, are the game players ready to play the game? Yes. All right. Yes. Begin. Legends equals yesterday's nasties. Fingernail painting hat emoji. Hashtag raw. You'll be lucky to be considered a legend. <laughs> Thinking emoji. You failed in the military. You live in a portable trailer. Drag your kid and husband around. Your hubby looked at me, gave me a compliment, and said, Honey, maybe you could be more like a lundra. You yesterday regurgitated garbage. There's more. <laughs> in regards to a suggested stare down with Medusa. She wouldn't be able to handle it. Just like she couldn't handle holding the 24-7 title fingernail painting emoji hat emoji hashtag raw. WTH you're talking! <laughs> MDM Ted DBS. He never pinned me for the title. He handed me over some cash and I gave them the title. Men get distracted easy by shiny new things. Like your husband did when I walked by. When you're done acting your shoe size rather than your age, contact me. Quote tweeting a patented Lacey Evans hat selfie. Too bad there's nothing to set that pretty little head on but a hot air balloon. Blushing emoji, crying emoji. And those are fake-ass pearls, jeez. Rolling eyes emoji. Be careful, I know who your seamstress is. You may find a bottle of Nair sprayed in the top of the next bale of hay hat you wear. I never watched wrestling. Don't care what you've accomplished. Barely know who you are. But I've got two words for you at Medusa Rocks. Hashtag failed military my ass. Hashtag like a lady. Timestamp 621 p.m. <laughs> 23 July 2019. Lacey censorship breaks the hashtag. She, she attaches a following image of a uniformed Lacey crotch truck. Crotch chopping the words Alundra Blaze. When their comebacks have nothing else relevant to say, the weak collapse and start making disgusting extracurriculous, extracurricular sexual <laughs> remarks. Definitely act in your shoe size now. I know you're talented, strong, and beautiful, but don't ever cave in and revert to dirt like this. Hashtag nasties. Days pass. We need another legend versus current talent match at hashtag SummerSlam. Who would you all like to see? I volunteer to rip you out of your retirement home and make you choke on your words. Legend or not, you're disrespectful, swollen-headed, nasty, that has it coming. Talk about my family again. I'll lose this career gladly waving goodbye with your blood on my hands. Hashtag sheep. And then we have this. Disgruntled youngin wanted to continue to ride on the coattails of a Hall of Famer. Hashtag let's fight. P.S. How is that wonderful family of yours? Hours pass. Lacey appears to lose interest. <laughs> Medusa <laughs> continues in the, in the replies. Responding to a generated headline tweet and no particular person. Oh, I took my dog out for a walk. I thought for sure she pooped on your grasshopper. No worries. <laughs> I picked it up and put it in a doggy poop bag. Be careful where you place that next hat. The poop bag could be in your hat books. Blushing emoji, tears crying, and a laughing emoji. At le open parentheses, at Lacey <laughs> Evans WWE. Close parentheses. <laughs> There's only one queen, and that is hashtag queen of carnage. <laughs> hashtag queen of carnage innovator, not an imitator. And scene. Tom, you sounded like an extremely drunk person trying to do an impersonation of the, the wife from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Was that what it sounded like? Yeah, you sounded like an Australian person trying yeah, to do Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. What a talent. I, so I sounded fantastic is what you're saying. It was very unique. It was something I've never quite heard before. So Yeah. It did go. make me think Medusa, and I do have to pick the winner. You do. Well, I, th I know that Oren was, um, Lacey is, is a southern lady, and I believe mm -hmm. Medusa is a southern lady as well. Right. And I, I know I can't compete with Oren as Oren's, far as doing a southern voice. Oren's performance felt very authentic. 
While while Tom went a little more outlandish, which sometimes in theater is where you want to go. I was playing to the cheap seats before you, you know, make a decision. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Just say that's what I was going for. Well, in the opera, there are no cheap seats. Orin is the winner. That's true. Uh, yay. Thanks, everybody. <sighs> Orin, I'd like to give you a... How do we do it like a... How do we do like an audio handshake? Do we just like touch the microphones? Or how do we just, do this? Yeah, just... I'm going to touch my blue snowball and you can touch your blue snowball. Okay, here we go. I'm touching it now. I'm touching mine too. I don't know if it's carrying Beautiful. through. I'm just kind of rubbing my hand over it. But maybe that's <laughs> maybe now, that sounds good. I'm now placing my hand over my um my yeti here, and I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm like clenching down a little bit, kind of doing <laughs> clenching <what I'm> doing. <laughs> like your hand is on top of our hands while we shake hands respectfully. Yeah. All right, I appreciate that, man. Do you guys just want to go straight into questions? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Let me pull up the voicemails. Y'all, I just want to say I am so hot right now that I can I have like bo and like that's yeah no 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 no. just just come on just be quiet it's I like I don't usually you know like I don't usually smell very much and this is like I totally smell like that's how hot it is I can confirm that's the case Oren because I sat next to you at that disgusting sweaty um uh what was it evolve progress show. And yeah. both very sweaty. There was no audible bo smell from you. Uh, I, I do day. not. I do not tend to smell. Yes. So this this is a situation. This is a bad situation. Well, I hope it gets better for you. It won't. <laughs> do you need to turn on an air conditioner? Or? No, I I have my I have my AC cranked down to like seventy right now. It's just not helping. It's fine. You might need to go to sixty nine. This sucks, you dog. That's just what I do whenever I'm getting when it gets a little too hot in the old room, you know? Let's move on to questions! Yay! If you want to send us a question, you can give us a call at 737 hit. Did I just remember? Did I just forget the phone number? 737 for Hey WOA. Is that correct? Is that correct? Yeah. That sounds right. I don't have it in front of me. We can fix it in post if it's not. And that number is. Seven three seven four. Hey, W O A. Yeah. Our first voicemail comes from Brian. Hey guys, I had a wrestling question for you. Oh, this is Brian. I had a wrestling question for you, but then this lady got on a bus and her fucking kid is just crying incessantly, <laughs> and she won't make it stop. And I forgot what my question was. So I guess now my question is like. Why would anyone have a kid if they weren't living in poverty or, like, 16 years old? <laughs> I don't get it, man. All right, bye. Brian sounds very loud when he records his voicemails lately, so I feel like he did that in earshot of the woman. I don't understand if I... I don't know if I understand. Is the question, why would you have a kid if... Yes. You are young... Okay, I thought, I thought his question was, why would you have a kid if you're not... Yeah, in poverty. Yeah, or, yeah. that's yeah. what I heard. Yeah, I thought I thought he was saying that you know if yeah unless you're in poverty or sixteen year old sixteen years old why why would you have a kid? Yeah, there's no point. That's an interesting. That's an interesting question. Uh I don't know, Brian. You know, sometimes it just seems like a good idea. And, and sometimes uh, it just happens, and sometimes sometimes it just happens. You know, I I had socks at a young age. <laughs> he did. And he's, he's turned out okay. He's turned out. He's a good boy. Uh, do we have another from Brian? Let's let's listen to another one from Brian. Yay! Oh, hey, I, uh, uh, it's Brian. I remember my question, but it wasn't about wrestling. <laughs> um, do you guys read those James Elroy books about the CIA uh, assassinating Kennedy? They're like uh, historical fiction, but they're not really fiction. Like they're anyway. Supposedly, they're all it's all real. But well, so what do you guys what do you guys think? Uh, is that is that true? <laughs> Man, I have I've not read. Was it James Elroy? Was the the author that he said? I... Yeah, but he just wants to know if you think that like the CIA assassinated JFK. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah it's one hundred percent obviously. That's a given, I think. Yeah. Uh, Are there any other conspiracies that that would be worth uh, discussing since we're on the topic? Hmm. Gosh. Let's see. What are the good conspiracies these days? Well, good, there's 9-11. Are the 9-11... <laughs> what, what are the hot 9-11 theories these days? Um, 
There, well, there's, you know, inside job is low hanging fruit. We it all is, know it's an inside but, job. But the, uh, you know, uh, the holo- the hologram theory is is a favorite of mine. Wait, what? What's the hologram theory? That the planes were never really there. They're like holograms. <gasps> oh, I, oh, like, I that like that. One. That's good. That's I actually a lot of heard fun. this one for the first time from Brian Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> the hottest source for for conspiracy yeah. theories. Uh, and you guys are just hanging out, right? Oh yeah, we were hanging out. <laughs> How how does he explain like the like is it just like controlled explosions to I, like... I believe that's the deal. It's been a long time. But yeah, it's it seemed like uh the planes never really happened. Um so who knows what happened to all those people. <laughs> yeah, like were they just like that's I guess that's kind of where it falls apart a little bit. Yeah. Well, um, I think I think part, you know, there is that theory that the the people were let off at an Air Force base or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like um that's like the plane that the that was quote unquote crash landed in Pennsylvania. Uh that they that it actually landed at an Air Force base and they took everyone out of the plane and I don't know what happened to them. Um, they got shot. They all got shot. I liked the, the the one about, what was it, World Trade Center 5 or something? Wasn't there like another one next to the big two towers that collapsed? Yeah, and everyone was like, yes. I get, so I like that one because I like the idea, because people were like hypothesizing that there was like stuff in that building that they wanted to kind of get rid of, maybe? Was that one of the theories? And I just liked the idea of that, of just like a lot of filing cabinets full of like, you know, secrets. <laughs> We're going to get rid of let's throw some planes at it. <laughs> yeah, let's take care, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe while they were kind of like doing 9-11, they were like, you know what, we've got this building next door that we want to get rid of as well. Let's just, let's just, <laughs> let's yeah. just do that one as well. I believe that's the one that uh, somebody, some news channel in the UK said it had uh, collapsed before it actually did. So they really hang yeah. on to that. The, the conspiracy and there was there was a guy who was inside of it and he said that he saw another guy inside of it who was like you need to get out of here we're about to explode this building <laughs> and that was the guy from the league you remember that guy that said he was in one of them and then come to find out he was never in like the world trade centers during not in the show the league yeah yeah he was like a i never heard about this was it who's the it's not Rob Riggle. What's his what's his name? The guy who was in <laughs> Rob Riggle's a liar, right? Like didn't oh. Rob Riggle lie about something? It, yeah, I'm sure he is. He seems like one. <laughs> it was comedian Steve Raz Steve Renazzi. Blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Yeah. I worked in the fifty fourth floor of the second tower. I still have those dreams of like, you know, those falling dreams, he said. <laughs> <laughs> But according yeah, to a detailed years report, later he was just you know it came out that that's none of that is true at all. Oh man, here we go. As a young man, I made a mistake that I deeply regret, and for which apologies may still not be enough. Are y'all excited for the movie about Pete da- Pete Davidson's dad uh, that died in nine eleven? Is Pete Davidson playing his dad? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to think he is. I'm very excited for that if Pete Davidson's going to be playing. His I dad. hope it's a comedy. I hope, yeah, I, I mean, hope I... it's called like Daddy Davidson or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that was going to happen. I've never seen I've never seen the film World Trade Center, but I hear it wasn't particularly good. Uh, is that the Is that the Nicolas Cage one? The Nick Cage one, yeah. Yeah, dude. Can I Can I talk about this movie? Yes, for a second? please. It's good. Uh, so, like, you know, how would this not be the best movie in the world? It's about the World Trade Center, and it stars Nicolas Cage. You You think it's gonna think it's gonna rule? But literally, the entire movie is Nicolas Cage trapped under like a bunch of rubble. Like the whole movie, it's oh, like that. Wow. It's like that James Franco movie where he's wedged in between the rocks. Except it's Nicolas Cage under a bunch of rubble, just going like, "Ooh, that's good." Is he having like? Is he having like um like visions or like you know flashbacks? No, or anything? Really? no, it's just him being like, "Oh hell." But Why would you hire Nicolas Cage for that role? He needs to be out and moving. He's got <laughs> facial expressions to make and stuff. And he needs to be dodging rubble. He needs to be dodging people falling from throwing at themselves out the window, touching people's faces, and touching people's faces, etc. He needs to be doing that thing like where he like you close the person's eyes, you know, after they die, uh, <laughs> so he could do that. <laughs> There's so many things he could have done. Do you yeah, think he just shame. wanted to do a movie for once where all he's doing is laying down? I think probably he was being a handful and the director was like, okay, change of plans. You, Nick, get under this rock. Man. Do you think every film that involves Nicolas Cage has like a handful of protocol where they just like have something planned for if Nicolas Cage is being a bit much just to kind of like keep things moving, but like handle Nicolas Cage? He's calmed, He's probably calmed down a bit now. Let's take another question. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, they, those, those videos of him karaokeing, like, 
came out. His divorce karaoke. He hasn't calmed down at all, has he? No, I think he's probably more extra than he's ever been. And that's good. I love him. Yeah. Keep it up, Nick. I hope he's listening. Yeah, I hope he is too, yeah. Our next voicemail comes from Russ. Uh, hey, um, hey, this is Russ, Russ Walsh. Uh, <laughs> want to shout out to the Wrestling On Air crew. Uh, I was going to ask, uh, if, um, if, uh, what the, what theme song that the, the Graveyard Dogs would have if they went on the stage during Halloween. <laughs> I think I've fallen in a wet hole, and I keep scratching at the walls. I can't get out of this wet hole. So, um, uh, if you know how to, if you, um, if you know any moves or techniques to help me get out of here, that would be killer. Uh, Scott, um, shout out. Hi. Wow, he's one of oh, yours. Oh man, is that a <laughs> snake or a fast worm? Well, I don't know what that is, but it's long. Oh, I don't like that. Is that one of yours? Is that it? Yeah, that's one of mine. Can you can you um, answer for Russ? What the what theme song the graveyard no. dogs would have? No, no, just no, justify Russ. What's going on? What's going on for us? What's going on for us? Okay, uh, I, I'm a I'm a friend for us, uh, Russ Walsh. He's he does Hogcast Speedy Delivery. We started doing uh-huh. a uh, a new role playing podcast together. Psst. It's called Shootcast Jabroni Delivery, and it's at Patreon.com/slash Hogcast. We are playing the World Wrestling RPG. I see what's happening. I see what's happening. I didn't do this on purpose. This is a plot. I didn't, yeah, this, this is a plot. This I didn't like do this on purpose. I did not do this on purpose. I promise. So I'm going to choose to answer his wet hole question. Yes. Um, okay. Realistically. Sure. So I think, you know, that thing where you kind of like, where you're in a hole and you go like either back to back with another person and put your legs <laughs> on like one side of the wall and then you slowly kind of like walk your way up the hole. If you've got footwear which has good enough traction, I think that would help. By yourself? Well, you can probably do it by yourself, but it would probably take longer. Yeah. So I would... You can probably do it by yourself. It depends on the you know the width of the hole as well, and you know your width as well, I guess. But that, that, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would look into that as a strategy. I think they could probably use that snake somehow that they saw. Snakes aren't... I mean, what's, the, the lo- what's the longest length that a snake could be? <laughs> Snakes can get pretty long. Yeah, like... Up Ten to, foot? Like, maybe 16. I bet 16. I bet there's a 16-foot snake yeah. 16-footer? All right. Well, it depends on the, the length of the hole. The, the, the depth of the hole, I should say. Russ could, like, tie the snake up like a lasso and throw it out. Mm-hmm. Can can I just say that this like this has sort of uh taken me taken me back to a place where you know did you ever get a prank phone call where the person <laughs> like the whole point of them calling was to say one extremely filthy thing and oh, yeah, the wet hole the snake the, yeah. yeah I like I feel I feel like it was one of those calls where like like I remember being a teenager and getting like a like a filthy phone call where this guy called and he was like. He's like, hey, is your mom home? And I'm like, no. And he's like, what's, what'd you have for dinner last night? And I'm like, I had spaghetti. And, you know, I'm like a kid, so I don't know that he's a pervert, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and he just kept talking to me. And eventually he was like, what color is your underwear? Oh, and no. then and then the rest of the conversation, it was like, oh, that's what was happening this whole time. <laughs> and, uh, and I feel like that's kind of what happened with Russ, mm, where right. Russ did all of this song and dance specifically to say the words wet and whole. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I got that yeah. vibe. Yeah, Russ, we, yeah. we know what you did. Does that sound like Russ to you, Songs? Yeah, that's incredibly Russ to me. There was a certain amount of relish in his voice when he said so that <laughs> phrase, which I'm not going to, I bet he would enjoy us repeating that phrase. So I'm, I'm going to choose not to um, do it now. We're, we're on to his game. Um, they'd probably just come out to Limp Bizkit, right? The, the oh, yeah, 100%. Dogs. Yeah, yeah. Undertaker Absolutely. Is, is there any recent, or uh, he said, I think he said it, if they, the Graveyard Dogs came out on Halloween, like, what is the spookiest Ooh. Limp Biscuit song there is? I don't know that it would have to be Limp Biscuit. It could be... Oh, uh, no, it, it, you're right. It doesn't have to be Limp Biscuit at all. You're right. Maybe you get Limp Biscuit to cover Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> that would be pretty good. I don't like, I like that, a, yeah. They could probably like even, a, like, get into the the Halloween sound effects soundboard and throw a couple, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. spooky skeleton rattles in. Yeah. Get some it's monster like, mesh in there. Ooh, 
let the dogs out. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, there's like some ghosts singing it. Yeah. I like I like with your answer, Tim, you first established that it didn't have to be Limp Bizkit. Then you twisted mm-hmm. it around where it was Limp Bizkit. I just, just thought that really wanted it to be Limp Bizkit. <laughs> it needed to be Limp Bizkit. <laughs> he knew in your heart it had to be Limp Bizkit. Uh, I think we, we covered Russ's questions there. We, we sorted them out. Oh, do we have any Twitter questions? We do have Twitter questions. If you want to send us other questions that aren't voicemails, you can email it to wrestlingonair at gmail.com or send it to us on Twitter at wrestlingonair with the ask WOA hashtag. Our first question comes from Dana Brooke Vivo. Dana Brooke Vivo ass. Paul Heyman's Monday Night Raw introduced all of us to the idea of the Samoan Summit recently. What other hopefully less vaguely problematic types of summits should other popular wrestling brands and evil masterminds behind them introduce? Well, I was just thinking of the president's recent social media summit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think idea. it would be cool to have one of those. Would you? Is there any wrestler or wrestlers that you'd have like speaking as the um, like keynote speakers of like you know here are the people who are doing it right you know and Abs- he's- absolutely we've got your Drew Gulag doing <sighs> it right currently yeah, debatable uh, we've got your Liv Morgan currently currently at the top of her game mm. um, she she <laughs> tweeted the other day just j- just. Two words, lives organs. <laughs> yeah. um, I believe yeah. that before we started the podcast, she tweeted, "Can I bite you?" So. Yes, Man. she did tweet, "Can I bite you?" She's kind of, she's kind of nailing is she, it. Now, is she turning into a vampire? Maybe that's her true self. That you know, that's what she said before she left when she lost that match. <gasps> she said, right. "I'm going to come back as my true self or something my like true that." True self. Yeah. What about the 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 millennial slayer? He should have a say at the the social Damian media. Damian Yes. I mean, I feel like he would just try and sabotage it because exactly. it's social media. You gotta have oh. a heel show up. Well, yeah, it is wrestling for you. I I don't follow. I don't really see Liv Morgan's um social media presence outside of Twitter. Is she is she nailing it on Instagram as well? Is she doing it good on the other the other platforms? Yeah, her story is fun. Oh yeah. Oh good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was one the other day that was just like her sitting out in a driveway in the rain. <laughs> Yeah, she's got, she, she's fully embraced that I'm going through something on all of her social media platforms. Um, I would like a, a source summit as well. I think it'd be good if all the wrestlers just brought in their favorite sources and just like everyone mm. just like sampled each other's sources and maybe combined their sources to create new sources. So it I could think be like be good. it could be like Jr's sauce summit. Well, it would. That's something uh, else entirely. (laughs) Yeah, JR's yeah JR's source is a a separate matter, which he needs he needs to fucking get on top of that because his source is is boiling over at this point. He needs to siphon that source off. Should we take another question? Our next question comes from Crass Pants. Crass Pants. Crass Pants asks, fighting games. Yes, I would say it is currently Evolution 2019, Mm -hmm. where all the strongest fighting games are fighting each other. It's there's such a bummer because there's so people are so good at fighting games and people seem yeah. to understand how to play fighting games in it. Like, yeah, I, I wish I was good at fighting games. I'm yeah. just just rotten and I just don't get how people are just so so good. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of like I, like out of all the esports, I get watching fighting games, you know, more yes. than other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only one I care about is Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah, so that's the only one I watch this year. Although I did just I I did end up with Mortal Kombat last week. That looked pretty fun. Like honestly, like I yeah I just I I, I yeah I yes yes on fighting games I will say is my final answer. Yeah yeah I agree yeah. Um I I like real life fighting games like mm. I, I like <laughs> playing games where I fight people playing like, games where people fight each other and you bet certain yeah. monetary amounts. This is yeah, this yeah. is Orin announcing she's going into MMA. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was gone last week. Yeah, is because I've training. just been training She's so at the hard. Dojo. <laughs> all these, you know, all these cryptic things I've been saying lately about how busy I am, and, and mm. really, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm fighting now. Yeah, I've got kicking the old bag. How, how do you frame your IRL fighting game? Do you just like, I'd like how, how do you like invite people to come fight you? <laughs> it's like, more like the knockout game. <laughs> I just that that's to me is the that's, yeah it's the ultimate IRL fighting game. It's just hitting the random people game? on the sidewalk. You don't remember the uh, knockout game, Tom? I don't think I was in the country for the knockout game. No, you were. Or was I? When was it? Yeah, you were definitely here for the knockout game. Oh yeah, what, what was the wait? Was this like a social media thing where teens do things? Yeah, like teens go up to random people on the sidewalk and just punch them out. <laughs> oh, okay. So mm, I think it was framed so. to be a little more racial than, than that. Oh really? Yeah. Oh god, ah! wasn't it? 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. If- uh, we we had this in the UK like uh, ten fifteen years ago, uh, but we called it happy slapping. And it was an epidemic that people were not <laughs> happy about. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what do you think? First of all, what do you think about the phrase happy slapping? I hate not it. Not a fan. You hate it? <laughs> so it would be kids like filming each other on their like, like their shitty like razor, like mobile phones or whatever. <laughs> just like going up to people on a bus and just like slapping them. And then just, what I the don't know. crap is wrong just dealing with you? I bet it's much funnier when British kids do it. Yeah. It was quite, yeah. I believe it, yeah. It was it was hard to kind of look down on, because it like it's obviously the most terrifying thing in the world if it was to happen to you, because what are you going to do? You can't hit a teen. You can't, you know, you don't want to fight a teen. They're, they're probably tougher than you. <laughs> Speak for yourself. You want to fight a teen? Oh, yeah, so they would just run up and, like, with, with, with their camera on, they'd run up and slap somebody, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that where yeah. the "I can't believe you've done this" thing came from? Man, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was mostly done of strangers. I think, um, but I bet that would have been yeah, that seemed very similar to the the type of the the type of happy slapping epidemic that was going on. <sighs> Should we do another question? Our next question comes from Tyler. Tyler mm. asks, "Which WWE superstar will be on the Masked Singer?" Mm. Hey, Tyler. It's the Monday Night Milf herself. Oh, yeah. Mickey James is the right choice there. She does have an incredible singing career. She does. She's got hit records legitimately. Right. Like, probably like top 100. Yeah, like top 100 like download charts. Yeah, I believe so that. So she, she's a talent. Yeah, she'd be good. And not like Spotify or any of the good ones, but like Google Play. Exactly. And like the country, Google Play country charts, you know? <laughs> so she, she's a star. Uh, what kind of mask would she have? Ooh. Is she a horse? <laughs> a horse? <laughs> For some reason, I felt that would be pretty. Good. I felt like she would be the Falcon. The Falcon. The Falcon. Because they have to have nicknames, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They're, oh, they're, okay. they're all like animals and stuff. So she would be like the Falcon or the, I think like the Eagle, something like that. Ooh, yeah. The Eagle. Really sell the patriotic mm-hmm. spirit of Mickey James's great country singing. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. I should watch that show. I bet that show's pretty good. It's pretty hilarious. I feel like you'd like it. I think I would. Let's take another question. Our next question comes from Slimer Guy. Slimer Guy asks, which WWE superstar has the weirdest kink? I think Randy Orton might be into adult diapers. Now, Randy Orton's into a lot Mm. of things. Randy Orton has been out of control lately. Have you all seen this? Yeah, Randy's into feet, first of all. Absolutely. He's into feet. He's he had a, he posted a picture of himself and his wife where he's just like grabbing her tits, like <laughs> on on Instagram. Well, like he just today got like a, he just posted a picture of her of her butt and he was like the view's good or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he said the blood is rushing through his veins. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> who is he? Who is he feuding with right now? Is this part of a storyline? Like that he's just well, didn't he have something to do Kofi? with Kofi recently? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Like, is his thing, is he just taunting Kofi with just, like, how much he's excited about fucking his wife or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you he's draw t- that line. I think he's, he's just... taunting, he's taunting Kofi with the fact that he can fuck his wife, but Kofi can. <laughs> Kofi can't fuck his wife. That'd be quite good, I think. I do, yeah. I, he, he, I, none of them, the, okay, so the feet is a, a fetish. Right. I don't know if there's anything beyond that for Randy. Mm. Um, we all think Mojo Raleigh's into. Uh, oh my god, cuckolding. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> I believe hard. It. I believe it, yeah. Yeah, is, I, Mojo Mojo has, has cuckold written all over Is him. he the, wait, is he, he the- He the, watches it from that mirror, like it's happening behind him, he's just sitting <laughs> in that mirror. <laughs> <laughs> is he the cuckold or is he the the, the cuckold? Like, is he he's, he's the one being cucked, eh? He wants to be cucked. Right. Okay. He wants to be cucked. He wants to be cucked, um, but he can't find uh, e partners to do either parts. <laughs> like he wants he wants to be demeaned. Like seriously, he wants right. women. He wants women to just like talk shit about his penis. And... Okay. <laughs> I can keep going if you want more descriptions. That's what we want. Please do. Could take a little bit. Yeah. No, I don't think Tim wants it. No. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's take another question. Our next question comes from Thanatos Theory. Thanatos Theory mm. asks. This question is specifically for Oren, unless someone else has seen Midsummer. Or Midsummer. I have. Out of all the wrestling couples, who should be May Queen and who should be put inside the bear? <gasps> Me and Tom saw Midsummer together. We actually. did. We saw so it yeah. We are particularly suited to answer this question. Has anyone else seen it? I have not, oh, but I know no. a lot about it. It's very good. It's really, it's really good. 
Mm. Uh, Who? Go? Yeah, what do you think? I... Okay, so when I read this question, I think the very first couple that came to mind was uh, Zelina Vega and Alistair Black. (laughs) And I'll tell you for why. Because I think that Alistair Black has... I mean, okay, so it's you get it's easy to get like people's real life personalities confused with their wrestling personalities, but his wrestling personality is very kind of talky and mansplainy, and right. you know maybe maybe the kind of boyfriend that you would like to be see put in a, a carcass of a bear right. and then set it on flames. But I'm not sure if Zelina Vega would be a fantastic May Queen. I'm not sure if she's. Well, I think she'd be good, but yeah. But that was the couple that immediately came to mind for me, at least. So for me, I'm going to kind of switch it up a little bit. Mm. I believe that Andrade Cien Almas should be the main queen. And oh. that Charlotte needs to be put inside the bear. <laughs> oh, you want to put her inside? She's finally found happiness. I think she needs to go in the bear. Oh, oh that's, man. That's a... Bu- I- I've never liked Charlotte as much as I do now, where all she wants to do is just retire to have sex with Andrade every single day. Yeah. I'm good, you know? <sighs> She's finally found happiness. I'm good without without her around or whatever. I'm fine. Really? <laughs> He's keeping her really occupied, and that's what matters. I guess I can see it, but I put, I mean, she's, she's finally, you know, she's lived, she's been a flare all her life, you know, and all the weirdness that goes with that. Just to, actually, you know what? She's had her taste of happiness. It's probably best <laughs> that she go out now. You know, because right. it's, it's going to go downhill very sharply from, right. from here. So I think that that's fair. Yeah. Vince has a new toy in Lacey Evans to project his weird Aryan fantasies onto. He does. Yes. He's, he's, he's set. There's always, there's always another one waiting in the wings. You want a new question? Yeah. This next question comes from Dwayne. Dwayne asks, what are the gang's favorite Jim Smallman moments and memories? Rip in peace progress. Gosh, I liked when he would just kind of at that very sweaty progress show we went to when he everyone was already quite unhappy and sweaty and he talked for about twenty minutes just <laughs> being very pleased with himself about selling out, uh, overselling, I guess, a venue mm-hmm. uh, as if it was a good thing. Remember, remember when he when he was like, "All right, everybody, we all say this word like this: progress." <laughs> oh God, yeah, he he kind of really. <sighs> Fuck, that was embarrassing. He fell into like the worst traits of like a, a British person communicating with Americans, where they make a show of like, you know, we say this word this way, you say it this way, wah, wah, wah. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he's gone forever. Yeah, he, he, it's really not about a moment for me. It's just his overall just like vibe was so bad. I just, I'm just not a fan of it. Yes. And like the whole punk rock thing. It's like, uh. he's a He's a positive mental. Attitude punk yeah, rocker. Yeah, PMA, PMA. <laughs> if you don't like him, that means you're negative. Get them bad vibes out of here. I liked when he changed his first name so he would be called Big Small Man. <laughs> and then he appeared in the next Hideo Kojima game. Yeah. Uh, did did Dwayne ask any other questions, Socks? Dwayne also asks one other thing. What's the deal with Jimmy Havoc? <laughs> like, what is his gimmick supposed to be? He's like a half-ass goth or something. What's he up to? Does anyone actually like him? It's weird, right? It is weird. I remember when people were very hot for this dude. And I yeah. have never, like, you know, I've just never understood. He always seemed like a huge dweeb. He'd make those <laughs> videos that were so corny. Like the one where he's, uh, like, is he cutting up a body or something? I don't know. It's been a while since I watched it. Just the the most embarrassing stuff. He's kind of... It, give him another 20 years, and I think he'll be interesting to look at again. Because right now, he just looks kind of bad, you know? Yeah. Like, he just looks like he's like a 40... He's, I think he's like 35, maybe, but he looks older. <laughs> and he's just like this kind of like... This old goth, and it's like, oh, I don't want to look at you. But if he, if he was like in his 60s or 70s, and he was still dressed in the same way, then he'd be like, okay... This is this is worth like putting my eyes on. Y'all remember when he painted his whole body white? God, I don't think I do. Was that? Oh man, <sighs> like a ghoul. Yeah, it was something. <laughs> it was something to look at. That sounds extremely bad. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was. I think he came around at a time where no one, people hadn't heard a wrestler say the word "cunt" before, and then he <laughs> said it, and everyone was like, "That's fantastic." That's uh, some new now, shit. That's some new shit. But now we've heard other wrestlers say it, and yeah. there's, you know. Darby Allens of the world, and we don't really need you anymore, Jimmy Havoc. Can right. I can I ask a side question? Which wrestler would you most like to hear say "cunt"? <gasps> oh, uh, uh, Okada. 
<laughs> man not gonna top that yeah that would be really good <laughs> i was just trying to think of lady wrestlers uh for my own um you know enjoyment but uh i, I think i would get equal amounts of enjoyment of okada saying it and also because men shouldn't say it unless they're okada or if they're british like okada who is allowed to do you want another question yes please this next question comes from scubby scubby asks what should i have for dinner hot dogs that's a good one. Um, I like that. I don't know. I had hot dogs a few weeks. Oh, yeah. I think that was on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've... <laughs> well, they're still haunting me. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, Scubby, should have. Mm. Um, you know what? We could segue into this, the next question here with this. Right. Yeah. yeah That's I was, how I structured it. I, okay. Sure. Let's do that. Uh, this next question comes from Nightlife. Nightlife asks, what is your go-to fast food meal? So if we're selecting fast food for Scubby to have for dinner, what are we selecting? Um, my, well, my, my recent, lately, I've been getting the uh, Spicy Asiago Ranch Club yeah. from Wendy's. Oh, mm-hmm. that's the one. It's funny that you went that direction, because I was thinking of the, they do like, that, that, they do that kind of sandwich, but it's like a Caesar salad, I think. But it's yes. still got the spicy yes. chicken and stuff. And it's surprisingly good for a fast food restaurant salad. Right. Um, so I, was I like their that. salads. Their salads come with like 18 things, too. Yeah, so there's only like... two fast food salads I'll eat. It's yeah. Wendy's What's one? and Arby's. <laughs> Arby's does a salad? Yeah. Seriously? It's not made of meat. I mean, it's just like their sandwich food. What, really? Yeah, just in a bowl. Huh. Yeah, I like I my favorite fast food salad of all time has to be the Wendy's taco salad. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's excellent. That went away for a long time, didn't it? Yeah. It did. And then I came back. Uh, it just, it's good. It just comes with like the chili and the chips set aside, so you can just have them as their own thing. It's so nice. Um, Orange, do you remember when I had the the Wendy's taco salad on your? Yeah, you didn't like it very much. I didn't did like you? it very much. That's yeah. a bummer. Jesus I th- Christ! I, I, you maybe don't like I was doing potatoes either. So come what on, what the fuck? Let's not, let's not go after me. Come on, okay. You can go. You can go after me a little bit. It's okay. I like so that. if we're having a Scubby, so if Scubby's having a salad, uh, Scubby is having something from Wendy's, right? Yeah, like, yes. like, a, like yes. a Wendy's salad. Mm-hmm. What if Scubby doesn't want a salad? That's fine. They've got okay. lots of good stuff. Well, Wendy's. Wendy's has so many other things on their menu. Yeah, she you're not even when a baconator. How about that? <laughs> she can have a son of baconator. Yeah, there's a son of baconator. Oh, they have that new um, that that mushroom Swiss with the aioli on it. No thanks. Okay, well it's good. Maybe without the mushrooms. Well, I'm gonna. I'm taking Scubby over to Taco Bell. Okay. Mm. Oh, and I'm chasing we are all gonna down because I want some too. So I'm like, all right, hop in the car. Who else is coming to Taco Bell? Me, please. I will. All right, we're all going to Taco Bell. What's everyone getting? I want to try those new ghost pepper fries or whatever. Ooh. All right, so we're gonna get one order of those new ghost pepper fries. Me, I'm having the combo that comes with a Mexican pizza and a crunchy taco. Ooh, that's solid. I'll have. The, can I have the beefy Fritos burrito, please? Yes, you may. Would you like anything to drink with oh, that? Hey, and guess what? Baja blast on me. Oh. <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna blast all over you. Uh, yum. <laughs> I think the important thing about these questions, uh, both Scubbies and Nightlife's, is that our fans are just really hungry, <laughs> they, and I don't know what to do about that. They're constantly we'll hungry. A pizza party. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Do you think, is there any way that we could kind of, like, get some kind of sponsorship and, like, give out, like, coupons or something? Or? <laughs> well, we can get one, but unfortunately it's from Papa John's. Is Papa John? Oh, no. <laughs> That's the only uh, one that'll sponsor us. The disgusting Papa John. Maybe we could just make, like, maybe if we just, like, make, like, a big old thing of rice. Like, how many listeners can we have? Probably, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we just get a really large bowl of rice. Not that many. And just, like, we give out, like, like not, not, like, a huge amount of rice, but, like, you know, like, a spoonful of rice right. in an envelope. And we send everyone, like, a, an envelope with some rice in it. And it would be so cheap. We can spare more rice than that. I don't, we might have a lot of listeners. I don't want to overcommit. I mean, we can, okay, let Let's say we make like you know, like, you know, like those big like cooking like pots that you mm-hmm. get at like cafeterias. Right. Like we make like four of those, like full of rice. Like would that be enough to cover our listeners? Just like give them all a cup each, maybe. Mm. And uh, look, if y'all send us postage, we'll throw a little brown sugar on that rice. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's that's the key, isn't it? The postage. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll take care of your listeners. We'll keep we'll keep those tummies full. Let's take another question. Our next question comes from Sharkasaur. Sharkasaur asks. What do you think would happen if Cody and the Young Bucks used the Dragon Balls to make Vince McMahon a little kid again? 
in the hopes of making him easier to defeat, like Pilaf did to Goku in the beginning of Dragon Ball GT. Mm. I, I mean, so WWE stock would plummet. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? I feel like it would fucking skyrocket well, if Vince no, no, McMahon no. was a kid. I think it would lead Vince to being demoted, and then he would, like, you know, go through taking people out. You know, like, no, I'm, I'm going back <laughs> up Take the it back ranks. on top? I think the problem is that I don't think that would make Vince less powerful, because I think he's become, like... Right. I think he's become less powerful of age. Like, do you remember that 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 interview with Vince from I think it was like from from like Playboy from like years and years ago? And there's like a quote from it. Mm-hmm. He talked about seeing a naked girl for the first time, and he said his instinct, his instinctual thought was he just wanted to push leaves inside her. Oh yeah, <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah, was that so like, I th- wasn't that his like? I thought that was a relative too, right? It, yeah, it was like oh his cousin God. maybe or something. Yeah, and like you think about like. I don't want to. I don't think they want to deal with that Vince. You know, I don't think anyone wants to <laughs> yeah. deal with that Vince he again. Was a, a dark child, I think. Imagine if that yeah. Vince has like had like power and like you know money and stuff. It would just be fucking <laughs> nightmarish. You know, <laughs> he had to learn how to curb his tendencies. He did. He's he, he was like a little demon child. Yeah, we should have put a bullet in that. And I do feel like if he became a kid again, uh, and he was destroyed and kicked out of the WWE, he would sort of create his own state of child wrestlers that he would uh that he would use to protect him <laughs> that he would arm with guns no would they have would they like find their own land and like rise up and take over the world oh yeah oh yeah well take over the world just like he did with the wwe of course mm. yes yeah i can manage one more question i think i'm quite hot and sweaty i got one last question this last question comes from shoeless if you want to sound like shoeless you can give us a call, 7374-HEYWOA, send us an email, wrestlingonair at gmail.com, or send us a tweet, at wrestlingonair with the AskWOA hashtag. Shoeless no, ass. So many ways to get in touch. I know, we just want to talk to people We're so badly. For yeah. We need it. Shoeless ass. If you could trap a wrestler's soul in a gem to use for nefarious plots and schemes, whose soul would it be and for what purpose? Mm. Wow. Nefarious. Okay, so this is nefarious, specifically for nefarious plots and schemes. Yeah. yeah. No, no, nothing pure of heart with crystals. And that's the big road bump, isn't it? And you can do a lot of crystal purity too. Plots and hmm. schemes. I just, I'm trying to think. Like, I'm trying to think of people who have the most, like, you know, chaotic energy. Um. So I think you know, like Alex Riley is kind of going off. He's been going off on one for fucking right. like about two, two or three years now. I think. Like, yeah. Like, it's yeah. kind of like it's ramped up like over the years. But if, if you could, like, hone that in the form mm. of a crystal and, like, you know, really, like, target it. Because I feel like he's so all over the place right now that it's, like, <laughs> you know, it's powerful, but it's just, there's no target. I feel like if you really, like, honed in on that, that could that could be devastating. That could really be something. How about Vampiro? Mm. Yes. Yes. Now, why Vampiro? What what, can, what makes you think of Vampiro? Well, he, he has the ability just to create chaos everywhere he goes. <laughs> So like, if you need a distraction, you let him out. No, but there is a problem because he's always going to try like overpowering you too, right? Um, yes. So you've got to be careful about that. But that keeps it exciting, right? It does. Yeah. Keep you on edge. I, I feel like he could break out of a crystal easily. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. And as soon as he did, as soon as he breaks out, he would go, "What the fuck, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> now, would he That'd be? be a lot in, to deal with. Would he look like you know, like his normal everyday look, or would he be dressed like that, the Pope, like he did that one time? Like, oh <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd want to get him at his strongest, right? Yeah, yeah, that would be Pope Vampiro. Oh no, I feel like he would be wearing jinkos. <laughs> I want to put, I want to put like Stokely Hathaway in mm. a gym. Ooh, yeah, that would be like yeah. I think that would be a good distillation of like tricky energy. Yeah, that you could take advantage of. I would put that gem into a staff personally. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. yeah, that's the most powerful way to do it. And I think that gem would also be like it wouldn't be so the Alex Riley gem would be constantly just like radiating and pulsing, you know, with with an <laughs> it energy would be vibrating. Whereas I think Stokely's would just be like a, a cool, like a constant hum, you know, right. of like supportive, like you know, not well, not supportive necessarily, but like just like there's a, a consistency that would be you know less distracting. Perhaps I feel like Stokely would thrive as a gem, honestly. Like if you put <laughs> him in a gem, he would recognize yeah. the power that he would hold and would be more than willing to yeah, work with Stokely you. Stokely inside of a nice sapphire. Can you imagine? Ooh. Ooh. That would be that really great. It would just like vibrate. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you could touch it and just feel like a very 
very like very fine vibration. Yeah. And and when you touch it, your mood elevates immediately. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I wanted I wanted in one of those Man. necklaces from like the nineties that was like the dragon claw holding the crystal ball. Oh, yes. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, those are good. Like, no law, I used to want those things so bad. <laughs> you would have looked rad in one of those, too. I would have, but I just didn't have the nerve. <laughs> where, did you, where would you get those? Like, because I, I remember seeing most, uh, my, um, I mostly encountered those, like, when we would, like, go to, like, France, and there would be, like, just, like, these <laughs> stalls selling, like, dragon crystals and, like, skull mugs I mean, and stuff like be, that. I mean, like, you know, novelty shops and stuff. Yeah, like, Spencer feel. Gifts yeah. and stuff like that. France is basically yeah. one big novelty shop. We have a place in town called Oddities. Oh man! <laughs> Some people don't like these oddities. Whose whose soul would you like put into like a crystal ball in order to tell the future better? Gosh, that's a big question. Right back, right back. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd also, have, but I mean, you'd also have to just like listen to like his his promotions for his various powders and stuff in between. <laughs> He would give you a quote every single day you looked into the ball. Yeah, it w- it wouldn't be just you know fortune telling. There'd also be like him because he's got a business to run. He's yeah, you know, he's he's got a brand to promote. So you'd have to deal with that as well. But that's that's no hardship. What if, what if I kept Tommy Dreamer in a magic eight ball? <laughs> Throw in a fucking river. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> that's the only way we'll ever be rid of Tommy Dreamer is if we we encapsulate his soul and then just dispose of it somehow. Ah, <sighs> hey. Good questions, guys. Hey. Yeah, this was rejuvenating and nice uh, to have the whole gang back together. Yeah, it was. It felt good. Man, I think that was our show. I think we did it. I think we did a good one. Guys? Yeah. Hey. Oren? Yeah. Who have you been? You know, just me. Just Oren. Just Oren. Where are you? I'm in my bedroom currently. Where are you online? I I use uh, I use AT and T as my internet provider. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you be more specific? Where could we find you on Twitter dot com? Thank you. You can find me <laughs> at or an Ann on Twitter. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> um, Tim. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Tim Welcomed. Um, that's about it. Cool. Socks. Hey, I'm Scott Bloodborne on Twitter. You can follow everything I do there. Nice. Oh. Before we go, so when you switched your name, did you think about having to say it on a podcast like this? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Mm. And I've been finding it more and more challenging the more times I say it out loud, especially to people yeah. I don't know. And I just yeah. kind of have to explain to them, it's a game that I like. <laughs> and not a race thing. Oh, man. Yeah. I guess... <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a race thing, does it? <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Never mind. If only you could change it. If only you could change it. If only that's... I could change it again. We'll see how that goes. Unfortunately, Twitter doesn't let you do that anymore. So no. that's, that's just not going to happen. You can find me at Twitter, Tomblog. Be there. That was our show. We did it. We did it. Bye. Yeah, bye. Bye bye. I'm pressing record. I'm hitting record. Testing, oh. testing, 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 testing. Uh, 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 hello. <laughs> Let's be professional. Let's do a professional podcast. One, two, three. <laughs> this Pro is pod. such a hot start. Oh my goodness. Uh, professional podcast. <laughs>